Hello everyone and welcome to the Game Podcast. I'm Alexander. I'm Zach. And today we are talking about collecting. I collect movies, Zach collects comics. Let's get into it. Uh, we decided that I would talk about um, my movie collecting first. Um, let's see, what type of uh, stuff should we... Let's see, there's, there's how we got into it. There's how much of it we have. There's some like, there's like stuff about the niche. Do you think that's a good start? Yeah, sounds good to me. Okay. Um, let's see. I started collecting movies. Okay. So basically, uh, I was big into video games. I had a seizure, sold my games. My parents say I, it was my idea, but I'm pretty sure it was theirs um, because they said I couldn't play video games anymore, as the doctor said. And I was like, well, I got to collect something. Hey, movies. And then it started the problem it has ruined my life for over five years. Now I'm, ki- I'm kidding. It's awesome. I've got, like 200, I've got like 250 movies across VHS, DVD, and Blu-ray. And if you recall, Zach, uh, yeah, shelves. It's a thing. You don't have floppy disk? Uh, that's not a that's not a movie for, that's not a movie format. Although there is CED, which is literally just a laser disc, but in a floppy disk look, floppy disk looking thing. Floppy. Yeah. Um. Let's see. There's uh. Do you know what uh the Criterion Collection is, Zach? I do not. Okay. For my film history class, we had to buy a subscription to the Criterion channel, which is basically there's a bunch of, so Criterion is this, like it's a bunch of artsy older movies, but they still have some newer stuff on it. They have like the first like 15 Godzilla movies on it, which awesome. Still have- So much cheese. I know, so much cheese, it's true cinema, Uh, but um, do you remember the movie I showed you, the first Christopher Nolan movie? I do. Yeah, that that's on there. Ooh. And let's see. Yeah, the majority of the movies we watch for our cinema history class are on either there or they're on a special school website. But my point is, Criterion is for like artsy stuff, and the Blu-rays. So most movies are like twenty bucks, thirty bucks, maybe forty if we're talking like four K. Criterions are 40 minimum ish. So, and then they include a bunch of like quote unquote higher quality Blu ray stuff and more bonus features. And the covers look cool, cooler usually. And they're all numbered and there's like thousands of them. I'm not even going to try collecting for them because I don't have that kind of money, you know? I mean, I just, I just get DVDs, not, not, not even Blu-rays, if I don't have the opportunity. I have a simple solution to that. Is it, does it involve piracy? No. Only fans. There you go. Solved it. God damn it, Zach. <laughs> hey, that's, that's the new rave, apparently. Yeah, maybe I can just start one and just put memes on it. Just, like, downloaded YouTube videos of just memes. I call it hey, that'd be one of the best contents on there. I know. Charge a hundred dollars a month if that's even possible on that platform. I don't know. Um, but let's see. 
Uh, what else is there? There's Arrow Video, which specializes in horror. Uh, a few other things that also specialize in horror. And uh, yeah, basically the and what the it's called a boutique Blu-ray is what that subgenre subcategory is called. And um, it, uh, do you have any questions? By the way. I feel like I've heard of Boutique, but I didn't know there were special services for different genres hmm. of movies. All I know is Netflix, Hulu, HBO, etc. Are you saying you're a normie? I kind of am a normie compared into the movie. Oh, that's face. That's fair. But you still have DVDs and stuff. Oh yeah, I still do. I like have- I like having a mix of digital streaming and physical. I mean, I'm like that for games. So, yeah, I'm also like that for games. I'm more physical though. Mm-hmm. Uh, any any other questions? Otherwise, we can move on to you. Let me know if you can find the original unedited version of Star Wars: A New Hope from 1977. Oh Apparently boy, that's do big I... box. Oh bo- what what? Apparently that's big box, and so that way I don't have to hear Greedo say McClunky. I have good news. On Disney Plus, which is so stupid. What are you thinking? Oh, what am I talking about? It's Disney. The good news is from our Lord and Savior Jesus, for he has given me when I was but a wee lad of nine years old a DVD box set of the original trilogy, which has that cut. Transfers from Laserdisc onto DVD. It's letterbox, and so like a big portion of the screen's cut off, but not in the widescreen way. But like this, there's literally black bars on all sides of the screen. Oh, that old style. What I'm trying to say, Zach, is I have that cut of Star Wars. Dear God, how much? No, you may not borrow it, but what? How much power you have? I know it's what. It's I a DVD set to surpass um, the Criterion Collection. Complete I think, collection. I think from episode four, mm-hmm. there's only about two changes that I know of, and it all has to deal with Han Solo. It's Greedo shot first and McClunky. Uh, you forgot the Jabba scene? Job. Oh, that's episode six. No, no, no. Um, no, Jabba appears in episode four, the special edition. Oh, where he talks with Solo before he leaves? Yeah. That was not in the original cut. Huh. They skipped it. And when it, they when they originally filmed it, it was just a guy as Jabba. Just a normal guy. A normal fat guy. You know, I don't... I don't... I kind of like that Jabba scene, though. Hmm. I kind of don't mind it. Yeah, me neither. Oh, and of It kind of adds had... some padding on there, though. So yeah. I get it. And this of course, some useless got, padding, but it doesn't really matter. And of course, you got RT2 hiding behind another, an extra rock that they added, a CG rock, because that's what the film industry has gotten to these days. We're going to cover oh. a robot with rocks. And Was it's that Disney make Plus? Better. What? Was that Disney Plus? Uh, no, it's actually the 2011 Blu rays. McClunky, oh, yeah. McClunky was Disney Plus. Yeah, which McClunky's stupid. The rocks, I don't much care. Four oh, yes. it's just rocks. Oh, and they changed and then, they changed the crate dragon sound that Obi Wan does. Ah, oh, that is stupid. Oh. It is. And then uh, you know, 
uh, Greedo shot first. I don't much care. Han always shoots first. Apparently they changed it because George Lucas was like, oh, I didn't want them to think Han was a bad guy. That was his Why point. would they think that? He's a He was more of an anti-hero. He is an anti-hero. And then, yeah, and everyone in my sci-fi class was saying how like Han is misogynistic in episode four. To be fair, he kind of is a dick to Leia. He is. But granted, Leia is also a massive pain in his ass for all three trilogies. And he is a massive pain in her ass not all three trilogies and all three of the original movies. And so is he, vice versa. That's called love. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so wait. And then she also Frenches her brother, which I love in, in episode six, where Luke finally learns that he gets that look on his face like, dear God, my sister stuck her tongue down my throat. What are you doing, step bro? What are you doing, step bro? Step bro, I'm stuck. I made a I made a meme a while back. Well, not a while back, a few days ago. Um, so there was an image released on the the subreddit of this one podcast that I like, this anime podcast, of one of the guys sitting in a chair, but they took the chair out and he's just like lying there, like he's like he's in a bathtub or something. So uh, I had it look I had it look like he was stuck in a dryer. <laughs> It was like, what are you doing, Step Garnt? Because that's his name, Garnt. <laughs> I can, oh, I can send you. I can oh send God, Abday. I'll will send you a the I'll send you the picture of it, screenshot of it. And I, uh, let me let me see how many upvotes I got. Uh, keep talking. Ask me a question. Yeah, I just yeah, Lucas changes a lot of his stuff. I think the Indiana Jones movies aren't changed a whole lot, but. I think they are a little bit. Yeah, 100. Yeah, I think it's just kind of some touching up on the CG and the puppetry, which I like that, you know, yeah. you touch up on there and you make that look like a tiny bit prettier and the technology better, which I quite liked that. Yeah, so we got aspect. 112 upvotes. Anyway, that's average. Oh, oh, one one episode we should talk about, which will probably be months from now since I have my next semester starting up soon, mm-hmm. is useless movie prequel slash sequels. Oh, God, yeah. And how we could also do them better. That'd probably be a part two. Because I immediately thought of Ridley Scott and Prometheus and Alien Covenant and Predator 2018. Oh, Predator. Hey, uh, Autism's Zach. a superpower. Hey, uh, Zach, if you ever meet a, if you ever date a girl and she asks you and she asks you to have shower sex, say no because there's, there's gonna be a xenomorph nearby. Exactly. <laughs> Never in a horror movie setting. Yeah, if I'm ever in a horror movie setting, instantly put on a chastity belt. Never taking a bath, shower, no nothing. Nope. And here I will be. I will stank up so much ass that the serial killers just go away from me. It's brilliant strategy uh no, that is what horror movies have taught me i have a better strategy chastity belt killer chases you when he finally has um the, when he finally is almost the belt to kill you take the belt off and through the power of november um we, um he will be he will drown in your okay why why did i say this never mind i'm not cutting this out though <laughs> no not even better idea out crazy the serial killer take the chastity belt off try to sleep with him kinky 
exactly. They will instantly run away or kill you instantly. So it's either a quick death or you you survive and live. But what what gender is the serial killer? It doesn't matter in a horror movie setting. It's only it's only about survival. That's true. And as long as you have socks on, it's okay. Right. <laughs> it's essentially say no homo. You see, that's because that's how things work. I've literally never heard of this sock analogy. And for any girls that wonder about that, yes, we always do kiss the homies goodnight. Yep. It is a rule. Although we've broken that rule, I think. We should do that at the next land party. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I'll, I'll just be like, hey, Zach, you want to kiss me? <laughs> and I'll be you like, just what? Put some like candles there. And you're just, and you'll be like, what the hell are you talking about? And I'm like, remember the podcast? You got to kiss the homies goodnight. Exactly. It, it could just be a simple air kiss, you know? It's, it's just simple like that. It could be. Right. No, Zach, we have to expand your horizons. That's be an actual kiss. See if you're into that. You never know unless you try. Nah, that ain't me. Fair. If if I if it were if uh, Jesus and I, um, if it if it happens between me and Jesus, I will gain point point five percent of his godly power, and I shall become because you see Zach, you aren't dealing with the average film major anymore. I become what you bio majors what's fear. I become a super saiyan. Get one percent, you become a super saiyan god. Super saiyan. Such a dumbass name. Yeah, no. Super Saiyan Rose is worse. For me, uh, Super Saiyan Blue is worse. Super Saiyan, yeah, Super like, Saiyan Blue is worse. Hey, you see, that is so racist, though. I mean, you only have Blue and Rose. Where is Super Saiyan Black and Yellow? Genius and Red. And Red, of course, and Brown. You know, you gotta include everything. And then where's the ten thousand extra genders? Super Saiyan. <laughs> Whatever the fuck happens there, I mean, we are our fellow. Our wait, not not fellow, but our um, our literal comrades in arms will be so offended when they find out there isn't a Super Saiyan Red. So yo, do, 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 do. <laughs> exactly, and an unpopular opinion: Goku and Vegeta. Are about the only two people that look good with blue hair. Okay. Exactly. Also, Broly has green lime hair, so you know we have Super Saiyan Green. Oh yeah. So the Martians will be, you know. Yeah. They're they're fine. They're included in the, this. Did you did you assume that Martians are green? Ah, damn it, man. <laughs> you know that that I, uh, the I idea. Guess. The idea of the aliens being green dates back to the 50s. I think even earlier than that. I know, but it's, it was all propaganda, by the way. Anyway, or yeah. Something. yeah. I just assumed that Martians were green. I guess I'm going to get canceled <laughs> on the intergalactic web. Yes. Damn it. They'll be like, we, trust the, we trusted this Zach. He has betrayed us. Okay, so I mean, Zach, my own options. Okay, mine. Yeah. So mine's been comic books, and I think I've been collecting comic books since I was about three. Damn. I do remember at five years old, 
uh, one of my favorite comic book places still exists now. It's actually um, it's a newsprint shop. Well, not a newsprint shop, but they store. They have like old newspapers there, CDs, movies, VHSs. Nice. And that's in the front of the store, and in the back of the store, you know, you have Magic cards, Yu-Gi-Oh cards, comic books, other CDs. Up in Duluth, Minnesota. Uh, that that's where I used to go to hmm. every time that we went up to Duluth for family. Isn't Jesus in Duluth? Exactly. Road trip. <laughs> Through snow. I hate this state. Yeah. I hate winter. Same. Yep, so that's when I started there, and I've just been collecting comic books ever since. I've been trying to complete the Venom family comic book comic books that are out there. I have the first appearance of the four-part of Toxin, his grandson. That took me not that long. To I think I got all those at the same time. Which luckily I did because I think at maximum it would cost like four dollars for an issue. Now it costs about thirty. Oh, yeah. And then what took me about over a decade is Carnage. Carnage. The all three parts of Carnage. The third one I got first, and then you see I was thinking Yoda. You go go from three to one. (laughs) That was the cheapest, and luckily I got number two when it was about like you know. $10 $10 I got for $10 a couple years later. It was now like 25 Yeah. At most places. It was the first, his first appearance. Ugh. Yeah. Always used to be 100 And then I remember uh, it's on State Fair Grounds. Wait, really? Not my con. Oh. And then I see in the stand and I see the first appearance of Carnage. I'm like, I'll pick my interest. I'll go see $35. I immediately go to the guys like, I will want that. Immediately, just I didn't even think about it. I was like, I'm taking it. I just grab out my wallet. And I was like, Here's the 35. Did no I, regrets. Did I t- ever tell you the time that I paid for? Um, I paid, I spent $27 on a Star Wars comic from like the 70s, and it was a reprint of issue number two, and it's worth nothing. Oof. Like Go. I said, you got you got to bring me along. Like I know a lot of shit. Not not everything. I do know. Fair, I was in like eighth grade. Yeah, that's true. Everyone's stupid when they're fourteen. Yeah. Uh, this jackass, especially. Yeah. Um. Let's see. So, uh, do you yeah. want to like talk about like the basics of comic collecting or something like that? Sure. And it's not really nothing to it, but yeah, the Carnage comic usually costs a hundred dollars. I think the cheapest I saw that there was 80. And I usually came into the Comic Con with $100 to spend. So when I saw it for 35, instantly would get it. And I have the first appearance of all Life Foundation symbiotes. Hmm. I don't have the first appearance of Anti Venom yet. He's pretty expensive. But the most expensive is the first appearance of Venom, which will run me about. It's usually right around 500 bucks. Damn. Uh, cheapest I've seen is about 300. Wait, I wait, will wait. get it one day. 
I would say wait wait till retirement, but it'll be more expensive till that. Oh god, yeah. I was thinking about, you know, after this summer, like right after my summer job is done, that way I have the checking account boosted up a bit. Yep. And then I can get it. And then probably I'll wait a couple years after that. So that way I can get the Lego Death Star, which I've wanted since I was a kid. I know. It's so I had a friend who had it. He never finished it. It's still it's still in his house, unfinished. Would you not finish something that fucking cool? He had he had like everything. He, he had like the you know how it, you know how it's like a it's like a, it's like a sphere, but the, the but they make the they make oh he that, he doesn't have the insides complete. Yeah, he had the insides complete, and he had like maybe two of the floors done, like individual eighths, sixteenth or whatever done. Bro, I grind that out in a week. I remember I built the the Lego MTT when I was six. It took all of winter break, but I finally finished it. And then I broke it the day after I finished it. Oh, I feel you, man. That's why I don't really like Legos. On purpose, I should mention. Oh, damn. Yeah. So, you know, when I do get the Lego, I will get that Lego Death Star. I will invite the boys over. I do, think, I do think the Imperial Star Destroyer from like 2000... Whatever. My brother has that. Oh, and nice. he built it. Nice. I, I've heard that. Um, oh, this isn't Star Wars related, but there is a Halo um, energy, energy sword. They can put there's like there's like a display and everything. It's like a hundred bucks currently. I, I do also want to build my own lightsaber one day. Like actually cut it out of metal, glue it, you know, soundboard and all. Damn. I don't ready. Would you make it yourself, or would you pay someone to do it? I'd for? make it myself. Oh, nice! I'd probably make one for myself, and then get one professionally made. That's fair. I, I am very interested in DIYing. Hmm. I never knew that. Yeah, I will. Except, you know, I'm, I'm probably gonna get my PS5 next year, so I can't just get the Death Star Venom and then the PS5 and then go to Comic Con again. That's gonna run up over a grand, I know. But what if you, um, what if the God of War, uh, Ragnarok or whatever, or whatever they call it, is only on PS5? Yeah, that's the reason why I'm probably gonna get my PS5 next year. But what if it or comes next out Black Friday? What if it comes out this year though? I will wait. Oh, okay. Short, uh, shorter on cash. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, so comic collecting. I'm just, you see, I'm not that interested in comics anymore. Really? Because the comic book industry now is so destroyed by modern social justice. And I'm just like, God fucking damn it. Oh, Zach, there's oh, a- oh, don't forget, there was Snowflake in Safe Space, the greatest characters that. ever made. I was about to mention that, yeah, your favorite character is Snowflake in Safe Space. Dear God, the amount of intellect it takes to come up with such an original character is just so mind-boggling. Stan Lee, uh, one, may, one may wonder that even what if Stan Lee made them, that's why it's so genius. I'm making Spider-Man buy in a movie. And then it's just Stanley and just in heaven. It's like, no, no, don't make it gay. I don't care. Never in the comics have Peter wanted to suck dick. Fair. Never has. That is a disgrace on Stanley's legacy. Respect and respect a person's art form and come up with your own damn original 
characters and art. I mean, fan fiction's one thing, but like, seriously? This a serious production is, like a, is another. This is like the this is like the Star Wars sequels, but worse. And then, well, Miles is a token. Miles is a tokenized version of Spider-Man, mm. of Peter. Right. And he's kind of he didn't start out that good in the comics. Mm. Then when I saw Spider Verse, I was like, I'm actually really liking this character. And then the Spider-Man PS4 is like, hey, he's not bad. He's good. Pretty good. And then the second Spider-Man, the Miles Morales game came out, and they're like, "Let's go." You played that? I haven't yet. I'm waiting for PS5. But Did I've it, heard good things. Yeah. It is a pretty short game, though. Yeah, that I've heard, which is why I want to wait. See if it gets on sale. So, comic book collecting, it's really you just do your homework and search online. Where, um, do you use any websites that you'd recommend? Also, what yeah. websites, also, do you, do you use any websites to shop? It's literally just Amazon and eBay. Fair. eBay is especially, oh, they have a lot more stuff there because eBay is mostly on individual person sellers than Amazon. That's why eBay is easier to find stuff and comics in because I can only complete the actual two good storylines of Alien comics and I've read about six. How, how long have I have is... How long have Alien comics been around? <sighs> Past the 90s. Oh, okay. Because that's when AVP became a thing. And it's also when the 90s... The 90s were the comics era where everything was edgy, right? Yeah, that's when everything was starting to become edgy because I can't remember Punch. There were a few anti-heroes and then everyone in comics wanted to make their character more Spawn was one of the edgy. first ones, yeah. Yeah, Spawn was Todd McFarlane. That's it. Yeah. Because I thought I he sounded, it just connected with me. I was like, it just does. But edgy. The Spawn comics, I mean... I want to try out the Spawn comic ones. Oh, also, his first Spawn comic is also expensive. It's like $60, $70. Okay, well, what are your thoughts on like Comicsology and stuff like that? D- digital comics. Oh, I actually don't mind that. Oh, good. Because I don't, I don't mind, you know, you can only usually get new comics on there, which is fine because new comics are kind of shit. Right. But older comics, I'd like, you know, the Maximum Carnage storyline, all 14 issues I have, mm-hmm. which is like an mini event just for Spider-Man and a few heroes, which I like instead of events now that are so clustered with tie-ins, especially Absolute Carnage and Dark Knight's Metal. I'm like, dear God, just expand on the villain story and then have the event itself there you go. And maybe some extra side characters like Deadpool. Right. Since Deadpool did fight Carnage back in the early 2000s. And he had the hybrid symbiotes fused with him. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Also, um, uh, so this isn't comics per se. It's manga. But um, there's an app called the Shonen Jump app. For two bucks a month, you can read like most of the Shonen Jump uh, big series. So you got like you got your Dragon Balls, all your like all, all Dragon Ball, all part of Dra- every part of Dragon Ball, One Piece, Naruto, 
Uh, basically all that stuff, except for Fomite, Logmas, and Pokemon Adventures, unfortunately, because those aren't big enough, I guess. Fomite Alchemist. No, there is no Fomite Alchemist Brotherhood manga. There mm-hmm. is only, there is two Fomite Alchemist animes. There's the original one, which I heard was not that good. Right. And it wasn't too faithful to the manga because I think it was being made when the manga was still finishing up and being made. Yeah. And then I outpaced it. Yeah. And then so brother, just, you know, while Fomite Alchemist Brotherhood is pretty much, and I've read the majority of, I mean, like 90% of the Fomite Alchemist manga, and manga is just, it is comics, it's just a Japanese comic. Yeah. But yeah, the manga in Fomite Alchemist Brotherhood is the same. Yeah. Uh, and then they've never adapted Pokemon Adventures. The moment that they adapt it into an, an anime, my childhood self will can finally die happy. I want Dragon Ball Super to come back. Oh, here's also, I learned one thing why Dragon Ball Super was not as bloody as Z. Hmm. It's because of the time slot that it aired in Japan. Hmm. And Japan is a lot more stingent on blood than it was back when Z came out. Hmm. Because Z became dubbed. Season one of Dragon Ball Z became dubbed right when the anime was finishing up in season nine. Oh. Okay. In Japan, yeah. Fun uh, fact. But that's our... why it's not that bloody. So I hope they change that now and because the moral arc is kind of bloody. If I recall, you saw Dragon Ball Z Kai um, as a kid, right? I did see some of it, yeah. Okay. It's pretty much just the Saiyan saga. Maybe some Frieza and Ginyu. Right. But yeah, I have seen everything of Z except Ginyu. The Ginyu saga. And I think season seven, I'm not positive. I've seen Majin Vegeta. So I've seen season one, three, four, five, six, maybe seven, not positive, eight and nine. Okay. And then I've of not course, seen season two. And then I course, do know everything. Of course, there's the abridged, which we've both seen. Yeah, I've seen some of the abridged. Yeah. And I then, have seen and read all of Dragon Ball Super, including the three movies, uh, all seasons and arcs, and all filler of Dragon Ball Super, and I've read every manga chapter of Dragon Ball Super. Do you, do you have the manga physically or what? No, I just... Before... Uh, site called Viz Media made the majority of the manga paid to what to read is I read all of them before that happened. Oh, so so they were, so it was like um scans of it basically. Yeah, pretty much. Nice. I I, of, I I need I need to read some of the JoJo scans. It, it's an official website, but yeah, it's just like scans of it. And then now you know they come up with a new chapter once every month and then yeah. that's free and I for about it. like three months and then it. it becomes paid yeah the, the app i was talking about is made by viz media by the way but um mm. yeah for it's two bucks a month for all that stuff and i keep getting notifications about super it's pretty good yeah mm. it's pretty i especially like the samasu park mm. a lot more bloody and gruesome but the the anime is over though right yeah, it's it's over. I think I don't know. I've heard rumors that they are going to restart it back up. I don't much know. Hmm. 
I think they might maybe get another arc done, which could take another year, and then they might start the anime. Mm. And I hope, I hope to God they make it bloody, like and brutal, like Z. Right. That was the fun of Z. You really felt the weight of the battles. I don't know if you know this, Zach. We we probably did. When they were releasing Z on physical media, there was like. There was the original dub, there was the Funimation dub, there was one with blood, there was one with Japanese audio as well. What if they do is something similar with Super, they just make a bloodier version that you buy separately, like later on. I would not mind that. Okay. But then you'd have to re-edit some scenes. Not really a whole lot, like you'd still put like blood leaks and bruises, but right. it wouldn't be the same as he was. Yeah, because I do. Yeah, because there is two dubs. There is, there's like the Ocean's dub, which had the original Dragon Ball Z Vegeta actor. And fun fact: in about a three-episode filler arc, they did bring that original Vegeta actor back wow. to like um, it was like a clone Vegeta. To fight Goku, so he voiced the clone Vegeta. And I learned that there's like, oh, that's so fucking cool, man. Even though I don't like the filler, that's cool. Right. I can uh, respect that. And I'm happy he got back. Uh, like Hayden Christensen being Darth Vader and Obi-Wan. There is a um there is a um a, a dub before before that dub called the Harmony Gold dub. It was around for a very short time, and there's like VHS tapes of it that of recordings of it that sell for like i don't know but they sell and it's a really low quality dub they change the names of the characters and stuff but it was before the um the dub you mentioned and then the funimation dub happened so yeah it was probably the ocean dub that's that was second most popular dub. yeah so it's harmony gold oceans and then funimation yeah, yeah funimation's been doing it since yeah, so I mean, comic book collecting is like just kind of like do your research. But honestly, I don't like most new comics that come out because one, the art seems pretty lazy. It is because it's all digitized. And I did see an ad years back of Todd McFarlane. Grant Todd McFarlane is a genius in drawing. Like, he's phenomenal. I have seen some of his art, and it is great. I mean, he did Spawn and one of the best arts for Spider-Man in Venom. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he was just, like, sketching on, like, a iPad device. And saying just, like, helps him save time. I was like, yeah, it was, it was fair. But I mean, I just, I feel like most people just do it to cut corners. But if you go to, like, the books from the 90s and early 2000s. Right. The art is pretty good and hand drawn. I'd say it's. I'd say before the nineties, it was even better, because you're seeing some of the digital stuff in 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 the nineties. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like maximum carnage, but it's more. And I also like the older paper because it's actually like paper instead of like this plastic crap. Oh, uh, what are your thoughts on trade paper trade paperbacks? Um. For books, you know, like actual books and novels, yeah. Yeah. I like hardcovers better because it's more sturdy. Right. But for comics, I'd rather have the original issue. Oh, okay. 
And, you know, manga is different because manga is a literal a book. Yeah. And it has a couple issues in the book. Yeah. I mean, there is, there, they do... Um, so the way that manga originally gets released before that is they have magazines for each manga company. And they eat, and that's where the that's where the weekly chapters come in, is in these magazines. So, but yeah, 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 yeah. But most, especially like Absolute Carnage, is where. Okay, so there's slight spoilers. Is there's one? There's this being called Null who created the symbiotes out of like his own blood. Hmm. He's as old as Celestials. He's like pre-universe old born out of darkness and then so if you so since the venom bloodline is separate from you know the kind of hive mind telepathy of the other symbiotes once you connect that bloodline codexes which is kind of like trace dna of the symbiotes left in a host which you rip about from spines predator style which is what they're planning on doing to Deadpool since he was bonded. He's been bonded like five symbiotes. Venom is kind of iffy. Mm. I don't think that's canon, but it's kind of like, you know, it could be right or it could be wrong, but he's canon. He's been bonded to four symbiotes. Mm. So then they hunt him down to in this offshoot Titan to try to get his spine. And then, you know, he will, of course, regenerate back, but they'll still get the spine. Just imagine pitching this idea to someone who's like, oh, yeah, uh, so they're going to be chasing Venom for his spine. And it was like, what? Yeah, so they're pretty much trying They're pretty much trying to get all of the current host symbiotes and all of the others and all of the previous hosts that are now not bonded anymore and all their spines and codexes, then Cassidy would absorb them and then he'd be able to call uh, null in and he would take over and kill the world cool that is the point so when i heard about and this at this point pretty much everyone has been bonded in the marvel universe to the venom symbiote and i was thinking i was like oh cool you know if casty could come in there could be actual consequences to this it could be dark and bloody it could be dark there's consequences to this you know there's stakes but no, they they find a machine. They uh, ultimate universe, Mister Fantastic, evil Mister Fantastic, creates a machine that takes the codexes out of the person's spine, so they are no longer host of the remnant symbiotes. And once I heard that, I was like, "And you immediately lost me. There's no stakes anymore." I mean, to be fair, in comics, there's always these, like you know. The city's gonna blow up. Oh wait, no. The country's gonna blow up. Oh wait, the earth is gonna blow up. Oh wait, universe and so on. The, yeah. the, the things keep up, and that's the problem with comics. Yeah, but no, this one is is they've is they create a machine that takes the stuff out of their spine. So then right. carnage, you know, there's no consequences anymore. And I'm like, oh for the love of God. Right. I just like, oh for fuck's sake. And I miss because the first I think the first event comics was Secret Wars yeah I think it was what and do we then it was Crisis on Infinite Earth Crisis on Infinite Earths made it popular yeah and I do, do want to finish Crisis on Infinite Earths I think I have the first two issues 
Secret Wars is expensive. The first one, the very first one from the 80s. What are your thoughts on the whole thing about uh, how for like a bunch of issues, Spider-Man was not Spider-Man, he was Ben Riley. What, what are your thoughts on that whole thing about Superior Spider-Man? Superior Spider-Man? Yeah, what are your thoughts on that big plot twist? Because some people... Okay, Superior Spider-Man is actually Doc Ock. Oh, sorry. Who no. got transferred into That's... Peter's body. And then Peter's mind got transferred to Doc Ockstein body, but then he eventually becomes Spider-Man again, Peter. Okay, well, I'm oh, sorry. I was thinking of Scarlet, Scarlet Spider. I, I mean... Yeah, the original Scarlet Spider, Ben Riley. Yeah. Which, yeah, that clone... I think the clone saga is still going on. And no one's liked it since because it was overly convoluted. I think you mean Jackal. I think you mean Clone Saga too. Yeah, well, pretty much how this is is the villain Jackal creates like three clones of Peter. There's Kane, Ben Riley, and one other one. He kind of dies off in this saga in this like first couple of issues. But then actually Jackal is a Peter, is a Peter clone, and then Peter Parker thinks he's a clone and it becomes so convoluted over and over and over again. And then Ben Riley dies, and then he gets recloned back, and he gets like a little spaghetti face on half of his face. Huh. Yeah, so he kind of has like spaghetti scars because of problems with cloning. Is and then Kane, and then yeah, and then Ben Riley becomes murderous, and he becomes a different Scarlet Spider. Well, the Scarlet Spider now is Kane Parker, who has kind of like bone stingers that could come up. Kane is actually pretty cool. Okay. Yeah, but Ben Riley used to have, you know, the hoodie. Mm-hmm. That was the original Scarlet Spider outfit. And then he had, like, the black and red sleek look. Then he dies, and then Kane takes up the role mm. of Scarlet Spider. And then Ben Riley comes back with a more modernized hoodie look. Ugh, comics is confusing. Honestly, you that whole, just that last five minutes has kind of turned me off from wanting to get into, like, comics. <laughs> Not gonna lie. <laughs> Okay, here's a quick note. You want to get in comics? Don't think. That's fair. That's why I like older events because there's no countless amount of tie-ins. See, this is why I like the '60s comics of like Spider-Man. Yeah, Spider-Man. yeah but dude, they're even making Spider-Man like Absolute Carnage, which I thought Absolute Carnage was going to be like a medium-sized event, but no, now it's like a big event. I'm like with countless amounts of tie-ins. Like I would like to have seen like Deadpool like a Deadpool tie-in, you know, just like a couple issues, like maybe four or five at most, trying to figure out how to get away from Carnage. Wait, but no, it's pretty much every character in the Marvel Universe has their own tie-in, and then you have the main event itself, and then you have just these massive gaps in time, which is why I hate events now, because these massive gaps in time, was like, well, what the hell happened? And nope, it's explained through tie-ins. It was like Dark Knight's Metal that came out a couple years back. Good event, though. But the effects of that event is still going on to this day. It's like a three-year-old event. What? Yeah. So pretty much it broke the source. Well, it it kind of fractured the source wall. And then the source wall completely broke. And then now that creates new stuff happening in the entire DC Omniverse. A new Lantern Corps. Uh, new new side notes off of the speed force, you know, strength, sage force, and the still force. So that's becoming a thing. And then 
So, so pretty much Dark Knight's Metal is the original multiverse, omniverse map of the DC. What if you flip it on its side? Boom, Dark Multiverse. Kind of dumb, but it had some cool ideas. We're pretty much in how this is also how kind of like multiverse theory works is that every action someone makes creates pretty much another universe and then so forth, so forth, so forth, creating infinite amount of universes. Mm. So pretty much everyone's nightmares and worst fears creates the dark multiverse, which then collapses and on itself. So they try to stabilize it by taking over the multiverse and that's where you get dark knight's metal where there's if bat if superman became crazy and batman took the doomsday virus to become doomsday then if he became crazy and becomes joker if he becomes crazy and becomes a green lantern aquaman actually lady aquaman batman huh sounds it sounds interesting i guess yeah, and then they had tie-ins for, you know, like those six Dark Knights. Oh, boy. Which was cool. I like I like that idea. You know, you make the tie-ins, you make like a couple issues for each one of the villains. But no, they had to put that into like every one of the heroes. Like, what was Wonder Woman doing? What was Superman doing? It's like, that's the reason of your event. I mean... Learn to write, you idiots. I mean... Wait, so now now I understand why this is three years long because they have they don't have just one time for a character. They have multiple times for a character because multiverse, right? Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, so this event, so the main event comic line is about six issues long. I have all six. Mm-hmm. The effects of that event is still going. Right. To this day. Right. So it's not that event is done and closed off, except they keep bringing the Batman who laughs back. He dies, but they keep bringing him back, which I hate. He was a good one-off villain, but that's it. There's also wait, wait, a Batman Punisher from the Dark Multiverse. Wait, that's where the that's where the Batman who laughs is from? Yeah, it's the Dark Multiverse. He's kind of like the main head general to hmm. Barbados, who is Batman Shazam. He's like the Batman god of the Dark Multiverse. Hmm. You mean he's in charge of, the, of all the other Batmans or something? Yeah, pretty much. And the Batman who laughs is just his first lieutenant. Hmm. Which makes sense. And then how they beat him is Bruce Wayne brings in Joker. Brings in Joker to kill the Batman who laughs in the first event. If you th- Okay, so if you thought the DCEU was bad, imagine if this was the DCEU. So kind of yeah, so pretty much how they defeat the Batman who laughs is Bruce brings in the Joker because the actual line is, I was like, you may know every step I take because you are me, but no, not even me would consider me teaming up with the Joker. That's how I beat you. Which is like, okay, that makes sense. Except they keep bringing him back. I was like, oh, just let the man die. He was a good villain. That's it. Yeah. I I hate modern day events. It's so convoluted with tie-ins. Yeah. Even kind of like the new Secret Wars that came out in 2015 where, you know, you get like White Cloak, Doctor Doom, mm-hmm. and he has the power of some Beyonders. 
is cool. I like that event. I haven't fully completed it, but there's also a countless amount of tie-ins into that. And then that that is that is a post-event to an actual event that happened. So there's two events in that entire storyline with countless amounts of tie-ins in between both of them. Okay. Yep. In case in case you're wondering, you lost me you lost me about 20 minutes ago, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Comics is pretty much it's trying to solve comics is like trying to solve quantum mechanics. Right. Never gonna happen. Right. That's reason I'm like, oh, pretty colors. This is this is good picture. I thought you were gonna say trying to solve a world hunger or something, but that works too. Nope, trying to understand comics, like trying to understand quantum mechanics. It's just, it's never going to happen. And it's more, they, and, it's, and it makes more sense of the analogy, too. Well, modern day comics. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I'm just like, oh, pretty colors. Oh, that, that's a nice picture. Look at those colors. It's so cool. Mm-hmm. Hey, look, there's a planet being destroyed. That cool. Yeah. At this slowly, especially when I learned there's the one below all, and I was like, okay, the devil of the DC of the Marvel universe hmm. makes sense since the one above all is God of the Marvel universe. Interesting. Marvel finally had the equivalent to Lucifer from DC. Nice. Only took about three decades. Right, but is yeah, the but- one below all is as interesting as Lucifer from DC? Uh, no, that's how Hulk gets his powers. Gamma radiation is pretty much the power of the one below all. So anyone who has gamma radiation going through their blood, like Red Hulk, Hulk, Abomination, A-bomb, the leader, mm-hmm. draws power from the one below all, the devil. Huh. So basically you're saying that they explained something that didn't have to be explained? Exactly. I see why you hate modern comics now. (laughs) Well, Lucifer is actually pretty cool. You know, he's the son of the presence. Yeah. Uh, Also, uh, in my in senior year, I watched some of the Lucifer TV show. I liked it, but only because I hadn't seen any cop shows before. It's literally literally just a cop show, but with Bible references occasionally. Yeah, it's a very loose adaptation of the DC Lucifer, but it is actually DC Lucifer in TV form because. That is part of the Arrow multiverse. Hmm. You mean the you mean the CW shows? The Arrow multiverse, which had Crisis on Infinite Earths last year, because I was very hyped up for it, and it was a decent TV Hmm. event. It was like five episodes long. It was actually pretty good. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, but that's when you know you had like Batwoman, who which is done horrible, and Black Lightning, you know, like Flash. Flash and Arrow were part of the same Earth, but like Supergirl, Batwoman, Black Lightning were all different Earths. So Crisis on, Crisis on Infinite Earths pretty much retconned them all into the same planet. Hmm. And then we're just like, okay, that's kind of cool, yeah, which is what the original Crisis on Infinite Earths was. Right. It's took it took all of the separate universes together, re-retconned them, focused into like one thing. Yeah. Which pretty much that's what an event is supposed to do is either if you need to fix some multiple avenues and put it into one thing is fine. Right. 
or you have the Infinity Gauntlet, which is literally just big bad, and then you just bring people in, and it's like cosmic level scale. Um, let's see. Back to Marvel for a second. Have you read Secret Secret Empire? Oh, is that the one where Cap says Hail Hydra? Yep. The new one? Oh, yeah, that pissed off everyone. Nope. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Are there two Secret Empires? No, no. That Secret Empire recently happened. I might recently, I mean, like, last five years. Oh, I could have sworn there was one before that, like, a five years before that. I don't know. No, I don't think so. And that's where Cap said Hail Hydra, but I think they put it as, like, that was a clone of Cap, or he was brainwashed. Right. Because everyone everyone hated it. Right. Oh, um, I was under the impression that it was at least somewhat good, but okay. I thought it was a new premise, that's all. Yeah, most, and also most comics are going up the social justice route. I'm just like, oh my god. And all, in those comics that do always end up failing, i.e. Captain Marvel is a good example, and Miss Marvel is a good example. Right. We're talking, we're talking, we're, we're talking like current comics still, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the character, even and if someone would be like, oh, that's because, com- that's because comic book fans don't like strong female women. No, the character of Captain Marvel, even back when he was a white dude named Marvel, the Kree soldier, all the way back in the 80s, no one really, kind of, he wasn't that popular. Right. That's why they killed him off of cancer. Right. To know that, you know, heroes can die from human things. Yeah, but they've constantly rebooted that character for so long where they had, I think it, before Carol Danvers was a black Captain Marvel or Miss Marvel, and then became Carol Danvers as Miss Marvel for a while. Then she became Captain Marvel, and then now they have knockoff Miss Marvel, who just has the superpowers of Mr. Fantastic. Right. Which from the Avengers game that came out last September, I have actually heard Miss Marvel Kamala Khan is actually good in that one there. I've and I laughed. That, I've heard that's like the only good thing about the game. <laughs> yeah, and I laughed when I heard that. It's like you know your, you know your comic book character is bad when the thing that's adapting from it is more loved than the actual original source material. Right. You have screwed up royally. That's the reason why your comics fail. And I think for one of the newer Captain Marvel, you know, like, like reboot issue one comic issues have happened there because there have been multiple issue ones of Captain Marvel that have come out over the decades. Same as Spider-Man. Spider-Man only has like two. And he's been out since the 60s. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so he's only been out since like the 60s. So the multiple, the newest one there, I think sold a couple tens of thousands of comics. And then immediately in issue two just dropped off. While a simple comic from a Kickstarter, I think sold a million or half a million. And, and what's it called? I don't know. I can't remember. But it was some guy of YouTube saying that he could do better. And he wrote a comic and people funded it. And then he sold like half a million or like a million copies. So he pretty much did better than actually Marvel does now. Which says you something. Wait, was the guy's name Jason Inman? It might be. I don't know. 
Oh, okay. Because um, there's a podcast about where this guy who, who the guy who runs it, he um, he released a comic. So, yeah. And then what? Um, Dick Grayson Nightwing became Rick Grayson. Took up Nightwing, and then I think he became Red Hood. Yeah, it's, it's it's stupid. Comics are stupid. I don't. I don't feel the love for comics or video games as much as I used to for video games anymore because there's like no video games that are coming out that I actually want. Right. Yep. And then that's being corrupted by social justice, so that's dead. Movies like the MCU is also starting to turn into comics. Yeah. The Disney Plus one-offs. Star Wars kind of is i think that's more focused because you know it's john favreau and dave filoni mm-hmm. but they are amazing yeah and john favreau literally came into disney i was like hey, hey. i spawned an entire cinematic universe off of one movie let me fix your shit exactly and then mandalorian was created yeah also um one of the directors for one of the season two episodes of mandalorian was Robert, 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 Robert saw Robert. that, yeah, and it was some of the better episodes of the series of the series so far too. It's one of the best, yeah. And I saw that there. I was just like, oh, dude, I just I like it when in, of directors of like some obscure films, you know, come into it. They become like majorly famous and they do something different. I mean, because Joker is a good example. Oh yeah, yeah, and uh, Chernobyl. Wait, who, who, who directed Chernobyl? I don't know. I, I tried to search up his works there. I thought he was like a a screenwriter or he worked on the Hangover movies. Mm. I thought I heard that somewhere. I'm not positive. Okay. But I love the Chernobyl five-episode miniseries. Right. And then you have uh, Blade Runner 2049, which... Oh, that was so good. It is, I just saw that like, a, like two weeks back. Yeah. Such a good movie, man. And I, he's coming out with Doom. And once I saw that same director was coming out with Doom, I was like, okay, I'm instantly hyped for this movie. Uh, yeah, Dune is the next movie I'm legit hyped for. It's like the next Tenet, I think. But, you know, not the same way. Yeah, a lot of people didn't like Tenet, which I, I very much do love Tenet. Right. I say it's in between. Uh, it's it's better than Dark Knight Rises, but it's not as good as, as Memento. Which you still haven't seen Memento, but, you know. Well, I mean, the story. I mean, the story is kind of uh, a little bit bland in Tenet. I just love the action and the setting, and the way they made it too. Exactly, that movie's so well made. I know, and it's so just. It takes risk, which is why I'm kind of you know, shut off from comic book movies now because there's no risk anymore right. it's like I, I don't really like wonder woman 1984 because the original wonder woman is a war movie that just happens to have a heroine in it yeah this one is just every other comic book movie that's come out in the last so like five comic, years so the comic book, comic book movie fatigue has reached even you huh yeah it kind of has because after endgame i just get that sense of gratitude and then i hear that they're gonna make amcu like 2015 comics which is when the social justice crap started coming in and where comic sales start plummeting 
And once I heard that, it's like, I just pieced out. Like, I, I'm out. I am out. Also, there's just too much stuff coming out. Exactly. It's like, want, I mean, WandaVision is kind of good lately. It's been, I kind of like it. Okay. Let me know if Falcon and Winter Soldier is good, because that's basically the deciding factor on it for me. For Disney Loki, Loki looks good. I am not going to see Mess Marvel, because I know that's going to be bad. I already know that one is going to be bad, especially when Feige lies and says one of our most popular characters. I'm like, stop the cap. Stop the cap right now. That's a lie. You are lying. You, you cannot lie to me. I see everything. I have Sharingan eyes. Right. Uh, plot twist. Dave Filoni ends up working for EA next year. Also, uh, d- did you hear that um, EA no longer has ex- exclusivity to Star Wars games? You About know? 2023 is when it ends. So I think that's when the Star Wars games are going to start showing up. Okay, well, because I heard that, that Ubisoft is going to make a Star Wars game. Eh, Ubisoft has been... They're eh. Yeah, it, it's been... A lot of their games are just the same lately. Yeah, I would love, I would absolutely love to be proven wrong. The chances of me being proven wrong, though, are slim to none. I've heard Immortals Phoenix Rising is all right, but at the same time, it's still meh, you know? Yeah. It's just Breath of the Wild meets Assassin's Creed, and there's nothing too original about it. Yeah. And and then, you know, we can't get any smaller developers to work on Star Wars games because the license is going to be egregious because, one, Star Wars, two, Disney. Right. So then all you get is just these big companies. I would love to see Kojima oh, work God, in the yeah. Star Wars universe. Yeah. Except, you know, actually make like, good combat. His story concepts, I think he can do good. Yeah. But from Death Stranding, what has turned me off from it is combat. I knew it was going to be a close to fuck of a story. Yeah, but in a good way, right? Yeah, which is what I wanted, which is why I also like Tenet. Because um, I remember uh, when we were when the Death Stranding release date trailer came out, we were working on a board game, and you were like, "Oh my god!" We're like, "What?" You're like, "Death Stranding trailer." We're like, "What?" And then you just spend the next eight minutes blaring the saw the trailer of your phone. We're just looking at you like, "What the hell, man?" <laughs> then I saw the trailer. I'm like, "I get it now." I'm high. So weird. I know. It's why I also like Wandavision. It's so weird. Yeah. But it's also kind of funny. In a in a traditional comedy way or what? Uh, kind of. Um, oh, God. How do I put it? Because this is... Because the traditional TV way is very old. It's like a, like an old sitcom, I think. Well, yeah, yeah. Now, how they kind of like... My husband... And then it's like black and white, you know, like the old black and white sitcoms. That's the first two episodes. I haven't seen the third one yet. Right. Which comes up, which came out yesterday. Yeah. Uh, Wait, didn't the third episode come out yesterday? Yeah, it did. I haven't seen it yet. Right. But now that seems, I'm seeing that series seems very promising, but. Mm -hmm. God, what else? Comics. I'm just not too excited for comics anymore. They've pretty much destroyed everything. Same as movies. I mean, Star Wars. 
I mean, you still got you. St- I mean, there's a whole there's a whole world of directors you still haven't discovered, though. That is true. It, except like a lot of them. Hopefully, they get some love and get get into Hollywood that way I can see their work. Right. Because like the guy who did Blade Runner twenty forty nine, I've never heard of his name until Blade Runner twenty forty nine. I think he did like Sicario or something. Exactly. I've heard that it's good. Yeah. Um, but Which I, I do want to see it. I wasn't talking about indie directors though. I was talking about like, you know how there's like triple A stuff, which is like Marvel and and uh, Star Wars. I'm talking yeah. like double A stuff. Yeah, that's kind of like the stuff I don't really see too often. I mean, I'm excited for Godzilla: King of the Monsters. That already came out. Oh, not Godzilla. Oh, Godzilla Kong. Kong. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Right. There's not really anything anymore because I'm not really excited for Black Widow anymore since Disney keeps pushing it, which just lets me know they have no faith in the project. Right. And how Wonder Woman 1984 turned out. I'm just not that excited for it. I would love to be proven wrong. Chances of me being proven wrong is slim to none. Right. Let's see. Um video games like I'm it's just not a whole lot pretty much the video games I'm looking forward to is are probably all, two years down the line yeah they're all like PS5 ex- exclusive right yeah or they haven't been announced yet or they or they're Halo Infinite kind of eh, I don't know I'm excited that. for it I mean there's a new Xbox exclusive that's coming out I think like this I mean, it may have already come out but it's coming out very soon Right. It's supposed to be like really horror filled and bloody. Oh yeah, I heard about that. Uh, wait, wait. Yeah, um, where it had to get pushed back because Australia, it had to like rework some things for Australia. Wait, what? So pretty much it's because Australia is really stingy on showing people, you know, dying uh, M-rated video games. Oh yeah, like Grand Theft Auto and a lot of Rockstar games, you know, yeah. kind of go through some legal stuff in australia that's what this developer is doing they took like an extra month or two to work on some stuff and touch them up for australia okay well not for every not for every other continent just like australia if i'm speaking correctly okay speaking of australia did you hear that australia banned hentai anyway australia <laughs> dare you people almost die every day because everything in australia wants to kill you why can't we just have a little relief from our lives? Exactly. Exactly. I mean, you have kangaroos that look like they've been left in since they were born. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need kangaroo jeans. Although there is New Zealand, which, you know, Lord of the Rings. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I still haven't seen the OG Lord of the Rings. I probably will one day, but... Because it's all on HBO Max. How did I not know this? Yeah, it's all yeah, all the Lord of the Rings and Hobbits are on HBO. I've seen all the Hobbits, dude. I have not just the standard, but also the extended editions of all Lord of the Rings movies. You need to see. Yeah, yeah. Except I put it on the. I put all the Lord of the Rings on my list. They're like three hours long. I was like, oh, this is gonna take a long time. Yeah, you don't need to watch extended though. You don't you do not need to watch extended first. Watch it second if you really like it. 
if you don't really like it, don't watch them. I had to they they only have the one, so it's like two and a half hours. One, I think the first one's like two and a half hours. The second one's like almost three hours, and then the third one's like three and a half. Yeah, I like this is gonna take a couple months. Yeah, then the extended pushes each of them an hour longer, which Desire would appreciate them. We wouldn't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I would like to see video games more into the Hobbit first, the Tolkien first, but yeah. Well, there is the Gollum game. The Gollum game is coming out, and we got Shadow of War, right? Yeah, I mean, I kind of want to learn more about like Sauron and the OG gods and the dragons. Yeah, they should make a Silmarillion game or something like that. Oh, I know. Actually, the the Amazon series Lord of the Rings thing is going to be set during the Second Age, which is going to be like when Sauron took over. I do want to see. Yeah, it, it seems promising. Then mm-hmm. Amazon, yeah, like the boys. I haven't seen the boys, but what I've heard of it is is just great. The first season is like what I want is meant to be like mature comics. It kind of takes a dump on comics book yeah. films, especially now. Good. <laughs> but they also take a dump on like feminism and modern social justice into in the second season and the all girl power scene in Endgame. Right. They take a dump on that. I was like, oh god, I love I, whoever did this. Just bless your soul. Yes. Well, shit. Now I'm gonna have to see it now. <laughs> yeah, I know. I gotta watch it. Yeah. It's like 16 episodes. I think are out now. They're about an hour long each. Yeah. It's only prime. Yeah. Have you heard of uh, Hunters? Nope. Okay, it's a prime uh, TV show. And uh, my dad showed, showed it to me. It's basically like this group of Nazi hunters in the, in the 70s or 80s um, because there's apparently still Nazis in the U.S. And they just go around, go around killing Nazis in the 80s. It's really cool. You know, I had a thought earlier this week. Hmm. Mechs and Star Wars. Say again? Mechs. Oh, mechs in Star Wars, yeah. Yeah. What about the EU, though? There there have to be mechs in the EU. Yeah, but here's one thing you have a problem with. How would that fit in the story and in the universe? Because then we would see mechs in the universe, though. So you would have to wipe the slate clean of the sequel trilogy, which I'm hearing rumors that Disney might do because they've done once before. Okay, so Zach, hear me out. We erase the sequel trilogy and we replace it with with Star Wars Evangelion. A whole new generation will hear a cruel angel's thesis once more. And it won't just be for memes. Yeah, that show is kind of... I think it's fine. Yeah. Because, like, the first half is, like, a little boring, but the second half just, like, really trippy and dark. Apparently, the whole, like, symbolism and stuff is just meaningless because the creator was just like, oh, I, oh what? Is this is a metaphor for, like, God and stuff? No, I just thought it looked cool. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that, too. And, but also, like, his entire development team and him went through, like, a mental breakdown halfway through, so that's why the second half is so trippy. Wow. And dark, that's what I've heard. Like they went on a met like they had a mental breakdown because there was so much stress hmm. on writing. Yeah. 
Um, let's see. Which I finally got to see when I went on Netflix. Yeah. Because trying to find actual DVDs of the OG oh, is hard. Yeah. And expensive. Yep. Which I'm glad that. Which is why I like streaming service. Now they can pick up something. Yeah. Also, um, oh, must, I, I do need to see Evangelion when I have the time or when I decide to, which will probably be never, but unfortunately, because TV shows are hard for me to watch. Uh, but I was going to say, um, so the Helsing Ultimate, like the actual OVA show, is like 40 bucks on Amazon. Do you think I should get it? I might get it. Okay. I order that soon. Yeah. It's a Blu-ray also. Oh, that's nice. One I want to see, actually, it will never happen. Spectacular Spider-Man. Yeah. And that old TV show that came out when I was like eight or ten. Oh, I thought you meant the comic, like an adaptation. Nope. But no, no, that that would that would be cool though. Yeah, but it's never going to get picked up again because of the Sony Marvel deal, the Sony Disney deal. Not the way it's not on Disney Plus. There's uh, nope because. Pretty much, it's like one of the few Spider-Man TV shows that Sony has. Because back in the day, you know, it was originally Fox. Mm -hmm. Which I don't know if they have the Raimi trilogy on Disney+. Plus. I'm not positive. They don't, I think. Because a lot of, like, the old Spider-Man TV shows was, like, it wasn't Sony. Or it was Fox, which they have right there. And then Sony bought them. And there's a reason why there's no Amazing Spider-Man on there. Because that was Sony. Mm-hmm. and Spectacular Spider-Man because Sony can never finish Spectacular Spider-Man because they cannot produce any more TV shows but Disney cannot take it up mm-hmm. because they cannot continue forward anything that Sony made. Right. But they can make their own Spider-Man TV shows which is what they're doing there. So Sony can never make any Spider-Man TV shows. All, all they have is... Um, movies of spider-man side characters but not peter himself that's which i well, actually the deal is that disney and sony work together so sony makes all of the money from the movies while disney has all of the market the merchandising that sounds fair from the movies yeah sounds- and then they have all the tv shows and such and i think video games but i think that's sony it's kind of like I think it is Sony because that's why Spider-Man PS4 is Sony. Right. And PS4 exclusive because you don't see a Disney logo in that game, if I'm correct. Right. To be fair, you don't see um, Disney logos in like the other Marvel games. I I don't think you see a Marvel logo in that day. Like you don't really see anything hinting to Disney Marvel in that Spider-Man PS4 game. Or in the Star Wars games either. Yeah. Even though the Star Wars comics are ran by Marvel now. You know how I think of it? I do you know what the so you know what first party and third party are, are right? Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know what second party is? That I do not know. Okay, so just to, to clarify for the viewers, first party is like Nintendo, Microsoft, Sony. Exclusives to the console. Yeah, third party is everyone else. Second party is a company that the first party's own is that so let me rephrase that. Second party is a company that the first party owns, but it's not the first party themselves. So like for example, 
Pokemon. They they can make stuff that is not exclusive to the console itself. Yeah, but they usually stick with one console. Usually. Yeah. Easier to develop. This is why you have stuff like Insomniac making Spider-Man, but they also make I think they make other but they also made Sunset yeah. over Xbox. Yeah. A better example. Th- a better yeah, example, Sony bought them up though. A better example would be Pokemon, because they've yeah. been owned by Nintendo for like decades. Um, but they're not but um they did put out a few games on PlayStation. Tembo the Badass Elephant apparently is by Game Freak. Bethesda might be a second party studio soon. Soon, yeah. Yeah, it, it might be they might have like they might develop games for exclusively Xbox, but like maybe their current IPs, you know, they just keep that going as it is. Like, like a, Doom but like Doom Skyrim. Yeah. El, I mean Elder Scrolls and Elder Scrolls Fallout. Yeah. And probably Starfield. At the very least it'd be timed timed exclusives like they did with Final Fantasy Seven remake. Yeah, and also um What's what's the new game that's a time? No, Monster Hunter Rise. It's time exclusive for Nintendo Switch. Oh yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of, speaking of the Switch, if I um if I um, sorry, if we do a land party ever again and it's not at my place, would you want me to? Would you want me to bring my Switch? Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, I got Smash and I have Mario Kart. So, yeah. Technically, I technically have four controllers. I have the Joy Cons, a Pro controller, and a USB Pro Pro controller alternative that was like twenty bucks. And I saw the message you sent that uh, Xbox changed the Xbox Live Gold to actually how it is, how it's supposed to be, instead of being sixty dollars for half a year. Yeah. And I saw that there was like, oh, they got some backlash, man. And then they that they, was not a mistake. Yeah, then then they took it back, apparently. Yeah, and they made every free-to-play game actually free to play. Oh good. Now the PlayStation fanboys will not be able to say to the Fortnite Xbox fanboys, oh, but you have to pay for Xbox Live to play Fortnite. And now they won't be able to say that anymore. Because I remember that was an yeah. argument in high school. Yeah. And and Warzone. And Warzone, yeah. Yeah. Which was our friend Maverick, as he asked, I was like, wait, you guys can play? He's like, yeah, we don't need PS Plus for Warzone. Yeah. And I didn't even have PS Plus at, at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all probably, I w- I'll always look at the times that we actually did play Warzone together, finally, you know? Oh, those were fun. Yeah. Don't push, Maverick. I don't do it. I was like, I, I'm going to do it. Don't do it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> I died. I was like, <sighs> or like when oh. you, or like when you were like, get out of there. And I jump off, I jump um, off the building and you just get so pissed off because you didn't say where to jump. <laughs> exactly. Uh. I think, and then you got first place when I wasn't there. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or how like uh, it was like three vehicles of ours. I think it was like Maverick and I were there. We were like there was four vehicles. No one wanted to get out to shoot at one another because we just run them over. Yeah, and, and then I, I'm just I was looking. I was like, okay, who's who's gonna do it first? Oh shit! Get out! <laughs> yeah, 
Um, and then there was a time when we were in a party with uh, Jesus and Robert, I think. Yeah. Uh, first off, uh, remember when we did the uh, all the shitty Dragon Ball Z impressions? That vaguely. Yeah, that was that was weird. But more importantly, when when we were like we were holed up in a in a corner, and it was like really like adrenaline pumping uh, showdown against a bunch of other a bunch of other teams, like two or three other teams. I died like immediately, but you know. I don't quite remember that. We probably did. Yeah. Sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah. Do you have Titanfall 2? Uh, yeah, on PS4. That's right. Uh, we need to get all four of us. In. Uh, who's all? Who's all four? Because Maverick. Oh, uh, Robert. Oh, Robert. Yeah. That'd be good. You spawn, man. Where's the Titanfall 3? I want Titanfall 3. If I die before I see Titanfall 3, I'm going to be pissed and I'm going to haunt everyone on this planet. Uh, but Zach, Apex Legends, Apex Legends is Titanfall 3. It actually was Titanfall 3, and then they switched it. Wait, really? I, I was, yeah, that, I was, that pro- they were developing Titanfall 3, and then they made it its own side project, and that's Apex Legends. I mean, is there a version of Apex where it can respawn? Where you can respawn? I don't think so. Damn it. Because if so, I would have said, then let's do that. But, you know. No. It, Apex yeah. Legends is just a battle royale. Okay, because that's why we only did Plunder for Warzone. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yep, if I don't see Timefall 3 before I die, I'm going to haunt people. Yay. You, you'd haunt people regardless, let's be honest. Yeah, let's just be true. I'll just be more into it. Yeah, you more can, pissed off. Yeah. Well, after like two days, I'd be like, "Yeah, I'm bored." Yeah, and then and then you'd just be like, "Hey, I'm gonna see what uh what my friends who are still alive are up to." And I'm just like in an old folks' home. <laughs> I'm just like, "Ooh, I know it's you." Fuck. <laughs> oh well. Hey, can you can you light your man a joint? Yeah. Shit, I can't smoke. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought so. You know how how sometimes I, you know sometimes I will come up with ideas that sound like I was high when I made the idea, but I wasn't high when I made them. Yeah, everyone has that. I know, but I, I get them a lot. Um, so my most recent one was: What if the whole thing about Germans being bad is anti-Germ propaganda? Exactly. <laughs> COVID is a lot. COVID really was orchestrated by the government, but it's deeper than that. The Patriots, the, Patri- the Patriots orchestrated the anti-Germ movement of 1755 because the Patriots were definitely around back then. They had computers back then. Yes, to- totally. Exactly. That's, that's how technology works. Yes. It's oh like cops God. teleporting in in both Cyberpunk and Red Dead Redemption 2 because they had teleportation devices in 1900. Oh, It's right. It's, they just kept it secret. In, in the Wild West, too, no doubt. Yeah. It's so real. So much realism. I love all the sarcasm we've been doing this episode, by the way. It's the one... That's like one of the only problems I have with Red Dead 2. Mm-hmm. Teleporting cops. Did, did, you, did, you, did you ever play Red Dead Online? Nope. Okay. I don't intend to. Good. I've heard it's just as pay to win as GTA Online. Right. Which that game made 
is the most profitable piece of media making six billion dollars i think it made one billion in three days huh oh yeah yes but it's made six billion dollars that's one billion that's one that's one dollar for every person on earth as of 1990 or something yeah they should give it all to the rest of us but no they won't because greed yeah and then, a billion, and then a billion people out there will just be like, what about us? Two of which we will reply, are you starving? Or yeah. it'll go to everyone except America. Who knows? Which would be totally fair. Let's be honest. I'd like to see Rockstar take, make a Star Wars game. Yeah. An open That'd world. 1313. Nice. <gasps> 13. Oh, yeah. Rockstar could do it. Well, they can instantly yeah. just like yeah, must send message to Rockstar. Make thirteen thirteen. To which they reply, "What is thirteen thirteen? You do not put Star Wars in the, in the title." Oh, Star Wars thirteen thirteen. Repeat. That is better. <laughs> but they no. said back there is like we cannot let you know. Now we have to kill you. At least let me play the game first. <laughs> okay. We'll kill you as you play as you start the as you're at the title screen. That counts, right? That's the biggest cock block ever. <laughs> uh, yep. That was one of the projects we lost in the Disney acquisition was 1313. And Force and Force 3 and kind of Battlefront 3 and well Battlefront 3 was canceled, but yeah. uh, EA was Battlefront 3. No, no, no. You, you know what I mean. Uh yeah. I would like to see a battle from the OG. Yeah, we'll never get the OG Battlefront 3. They're supposed to be a Knights of the Old Republic 3. Yeah. Why are we still here? Just to suffer. suffer. Uh, then there was Amy Hennings, the, I think the director of the first Uncharted. She was one of the heads of the first Uncharted. Hmm. Or the first three. Yep. And then she made the Star Wars game, and then EA canceled it for being too linear and single player. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order comes out, big hit. And make lots of money off of it. Single players are not dead, EA. You also, have now passed yourself your own beer. Also, um, also EA proceeds to make a very linear Battlefront 2 campaign. No. It's more of that Star Wars game Amy Henning was doing was not that monetizable. Right. Granted, the respawn Star Wars that from older game is not monetized, is not really monetizable at all. Here's an idea. An Apex Legends-esque Star Wars game. Or Titanfall-esque Star Wars game. Just a Star Wars FPS that isn't Battlefront. Wipe the, I thought I could write up a story where we could have mechs and Star Wars outside in the Old Republic. Oh, yeah. To screw great. the High Republic. Yeah. Side note. Or just write kind of sequel trilogy. Is the High Republic and the Old Republic in different times the high republic is basically okay so there's two divisions in lucasfilm mm-hmm. there's the favreau filoni division which has which seems like disney is favoring more and giving them money because you know Mandalorian is popular mm-hmm. so they're giving them money disney doesn't care about social justice they care about money when will people learn that 
yeah, so that's where all the popularity and money and support's going to from Disney is the fat so Loney division. Doing, they're just doing higher, higher public books, right? Yeah, Kathleen Kennedy's division is doing High Republic, which High Republic is just comics and books, no TV, no movies, no nothing. Oh, it said 200 years before Phantom Menace. So it's in literally, it and in literally one of the writers for the books said, if you don't like my identity politics, don't buy my stuff. And once I read that, I was like, God, these social rejects, they don't understand capitalism. Like, I'm a social reject, but at least I understand capitalism. Comic book writers have always been social rejects, but they at least knew the value of a paycheck. Right. Like, you think Stan Lee, I mean, he became popular, but I mean, he scratched up Marvel from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. He knew the value of creating a good character and a paycheck. I'd say I I could do a pro- I do have problems with creating characters, but I am an amateur, so you know. I, I but I say my main problem is like exposition and show don't tell, which you know film major problem. Yeah. What can well, I say? What can I say? Well, here, here's my support to you. Hmm. No artist is mentally sane. Okay. I already I think, know that about myself. Think about Spielberg. Think Jaws. About Dude, think think about Kubrick. He was legit crazy. Think about Ridley Scott. Someone had to come up with Alien. He uh, came I, up with that, Alien. That was, uh, Alien's designs were inspired by H.R. Giger, who was actually like kind of crazy. Yeah. Think about Predator. Yeah. And Star Wars. Like it really no artist is sane. They're all crazy. Right. Like all of these great ideas really come from crazy ideas and crazy thoughts that people had. But yeah, you are right. Alien is a drug geeker, but Ridley Scott saw to put that in. Mm-hmm. Also, because chest bursting, it, a drug geeker is just sexualization of I stuff. Know. Well, he made that. I was like, okay, what if we have that? What if we have little a date a dick shaped thing come out of a? Sorry, that same thinking, right? Yeah. <laughs> because the chestburster looks a lot like a dick. And the face hug and the face hugger looks a lot like a vagina in a dick. I never thought of it that way. But the face yeah. hugger. And the xenomorph does look a lot like his head looks a lot like a dick. Or sure. her head. They're biologically female, even though it's a one species really? organism. Cool. Yep. Unless in the alien rogue storyline where they humanity artificially creates a the next, male the next queen, time- which is actually a king. The next time you're in your sci-fi class, you should bring up that xenomorphs are female. I actually did. Oh, good. And they misconstrued it in oh saying that that I was thinking about there is like, no, I mean, they're biologically female, even though it's a single sex species, which means there's no such thing as female because the Asari from the Mass Effect universe is the same exact thing. They are oh. biologically female, but it's only a single sex species, so they're neither which uh, which race is that in Mass Effect? Is that, is that the blue people? Yep, the blue people. Okay, the blue chicks. Yeah, yeah. I'm, the I, got, I got like uh, like two hours into Mass Effect One, and I got lost. So I love the Asari though. I love all the races in that mm. universe. The Krogans are my favorite, right? Because giant dinosaurs that are sentient. Is it weird that I compare Krogans to dwarves? I mean, I'll... I mean, not weird, but you know, is it does it make sense? Maybe. Okay, I think of them as the dwarves of Mass Effect. 
kind of. Even though they're taller than pretty much everything else. Okay, well, I mean, as far but as yeah, I get like maybe the head shape. I was thinking, uh, I was going more more with like attractiveness. But uh, well, that's fair. Yeah, I'm sorry, man, but like if if there was an option to romance a Krogan in Mass Effect, I would do it. Gotta have that crow. I love Krogans. Mm-hmm. As as a teammate, you know, they're, they're very good for a squad. I always had Rex as a teammate for me. Right. He was pretty much always on my missions. Mm-hmm. He was such a tank. So uh, do we have anything else to say? Uh, that's, that's not really it. Oh, no. yeah. Um, if anyone wants to get into like the Alien Predator comics, the Predator comics are dumb fun. There's, at the very worst, they're fun to read. I'm not the Predator franchises in general. Right. While the Alien comics, the majority of them are bad. I've only read two good so far, which is Aliens, Rogue, and Genocide. Both have pretty lackluster endings, but overall good stories. And they're only four issues each. AVP is a lot better, though, and cooler. Hmm. And a weird thing about Alien Predator and AVP comics is then you get the omnibuses, which is actually the comics in novel and book form, where they expand on some stuff more. Mm-hmm. But not all AVP. Pretty much, if it has omnibus on it, that is actually just the comics written in book form. And there are different parts of the books that are actually just a different comic stories. There. Wait, there are comic to book adaptations. Yeah, that that's the that's what if you look up or if you get time, like Alien or Predator omnibus, the omnibus is pretty much comic book storylines that are put into book form. Okay. Which then I guess like you can expand on the story more and writing, mm-hmm. since you don't have to make art, mm-hmm. and you can fit more stuff there. And but there's actually multiple parts to an omnibus. It's like three parts, which is each a different storyline. Okay. But not all. I at least know this for Alien versus Predator, but not all books for Alien versus Predator are based off comics. They are their own thing. So, so is that it? Yeah, like some comics are weird. Yeah. And it took me a couple of years to figure that out. Omnibuses. It took me a couple of years. Yeah. I'm going to hit. And I love all three franchises. I'm going to stop recording, okay? Okay.